significant. So we're going to see what happened with the Emancipation Proclamation. How did, how did it get issued? What led up to it? Those of you who got assigned Antietam, who, who got assigned Antietam? I'm going to help you out a little bit just because it, I have to. Like everyone needs just a little bit of background. So take extra good notes if that's your assignment. I'm going to make it easier for you. Okay. So we have, we have a fight between the North and the South. The South is seceding because the South wants to keep their lifestyle, their hopes and their dreams and all of that kind of stuff. And we talked about what those hopes and dreams are. Right, the Southern American dream of owning the plantation and, and being there and all that kind of stuff. Um, the North, though, the North is fighting to preserve the Union. For some people, like Chamberlain, that's worth fighting and dying for. Lincoln, he absolutely believes in that cause. Most of the others, though, most people in the United States are kind of like, you know, we split from England. If Virginia doesn't want to be part of us, let them go. South Carolina, let them go. Their economies aren't that great. Let's watch them suffer, and we can sit at the sidelines and laugh at them. So that's kind of the prevailing sentiment in the North at the time. It's kind of, why are we fighting for the Union? Why does this matter? Meanwhile, other nations are supporting the Confederacy more more than the United States. And so Lincoln's really got some issues. And we're going to see this going forward. So we'll start with background. And we're going to talk a little bit about Antietam. So you see where it is there? The one I circled? I circled the, the name and the dot. So you can see it's right at the top of Maryland, right on the border with Virginia. Uh, what other city is on the border between Maryland and Virginia? Yeah, good. D.C., Washington. So, Lincoln is not doing well. Uh, politically, he's really struggling, especially against this dude named McClellan. See, McClellan was Lincoln's top general, the, the number one guy. And he would not follow Lincoln's orders. Lincoln's the commander-in-chief. McClellan's supposed to follow his orders. There's one famous battle where the, the United States actually had routed the Confederates. They'd pushed them out of the way. Um, and Lincoln goes on the telegraph and he says, hey, pursue them. We could end this war today. And McClellan's like, no, my guys are tired. We're not going to do that. And so the war drags on and on because this guy thinks he knows what he's doing. So Lincoln's fighting with McClellan. McClellan is following his own rules. Lincoln replaces him, and so McClellan runs for president against Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln, it looks like he's going to lose. The war is not going that well. A lot of people blame the war on Lincoln. So by the end of the war, two years from now, Lincoln is going to be one of the most popular presidents in American history. But in 1863, he was not. And so things were looking bad. Lee decided he was going to capitalize on this. He's like, you know what? If we've got an incompetent general, which Lincoln has, 
And if we've got an unpopular leader, which Lincoln was, then maybe this is our chance to go and invade Washington, D.C. itself. So they decide they're going to go up through Maryland and go around behind and uh, cut Washington, D.C. off from the Union completely. It's a brilliant plan. And it may have worked really well if it wasn't for bad habits. So when Lee issues these orders, they write them down on paper, all the details of what's going to happen. Now, who would get those papers? Like every soldier? Like generals, only high-ranking people. One of them got it and decided to use it to wrap up his cigars. So he takes three cigars, wraps them around with this paper, maybe to kind of hide it, maybe to make it seem like it wasn't as important as it was. Whatever he was thinking, he lost it. He dropped it. So these Union soldiers are cruising along, you know, doing whatever they do. What's that? They pick it up. It's cigars, free cigars, woo! And then they unwrap the paper. And they see that it's the Confederate orders telling them exactly where to go. This is not what you want your enemy to have. So this is one of those weird things in history. So they have the orders. They know where they're going to be. And the Union Army decides to head them off. And they're going to do it at Antietam. Now, when you get there first, there's actually a southerner in the Civil War who won a lot of battles, and they said, how did you do it? And he said, I got there the firstest with the mostest. That's the way you win, get there the firstest with the mostest. So he does. The, the McClellan actually ends up there first, and they manage to do this huge victory, which, even though it's McClellan, is huge for Lincoln. And so Lincoln is now feeling more secure. Now they're like, oh, maybe we can actually win this thing. And so he feels like this is the time to issue the Emancipation Proclamation. Do you need a sec to write? Okay. I'll give you a sec. Okay, so Emancipation Proclamation. A little bit more background. See, Great Britain was talking with the Confederacy at the time. You notice in the movie they had a British officer there kind of feeling things out. Britain liked the South better. They had a lot in common. They had the aristocracies. Their lifestyles were similar, except for one thing. The South had no slaves. Uh, or the South had no slaves. The South had slavery, and Britain had... Sorry, you guys laugh at me. 
um, the South had slavery and Britain didn't approve. And so Britain wasn't really about to do this. So Lincoln thinks, he's like, you know what? If I free the slaves, then I can make the war. I can point out the slavery aspect of the war. I can make this be the defining factor. Now, instead of looking like we're fighting to preserve the Union, because we have different beliefs, now it looks to Britain like we're fighting slavery. Yeah. So keep thinking, keep thinking. Okay, so the South wants to preserve slavery, right? How, why do we think that that was the cause, by the way? It connects to every other cause and reason. Who said, who said that they were fighting for slavery? The, the vice president. By the way, so did the president of the Confederacy. Yeah, so we read that, so we know this is the thing. So how come that's not good enough for England? Yeah, they just need a reminder. Memories are short. Memories are short. And here's the thing. For Lincoln, this war is not a war about slavery. For the North, it's not about slavery. For them, it's just about preserving the Union. For the South, it's about not being told what to do about slavery. Does that make sense? Is that logical? So Lincoln is going to do this. He's going to issue this Emancipation Proclamation, and it's going to be really effective. Does it work? Does, it, does Britain join the South? No, no, they don't. Yeah, so no, it, do, it, it so, or yes, it does work. So no, Britain doesn't join the South. So those of you who've had policy know what an executive order is. But it's important that you know the Emancipation Proclamation only frees the slaves in the states that are rebelling. This is more evidence that this is a political kind of a maneuver. Because otherwise, maybe they'd free slaves everywhere. But then they only do it, they say, you have till January 1st. On January 1st, if you haven't come back to the Union, your slaves are free. We're going we're gonna to fix this. And Lincoln's hoping that this will be enough of a threat to pull them back. Is it? No. So the time passes. The Emancipation Proclamation takes effect, and as Abraham Lincoln said, all persons held as slaves in the rebelling states are and henceforward shall be free. And slavery ends in Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. It's over. Continues in Maryland, Missouri, Kentucky, some of the some of the on those border states. Okay, got it? Got it. Now, just some side notes that you should know. The slaves in the rest of America were freed by the 13th Amendment. That's passed right at the end of the Civil War. Like right. 
Civil War ends in 1865. In 1865, they ratify the 13th Amendment. So slavery's dying. And then you should know about Juneteenth because it's a holiday. It was just accepted as a holiday by the state legislature this last year in the state of Utah. The day the last group of slaves that we know about on this island right by Texas called Galveston, you know, they heard about it on June 19th. So they call it Juneteenth. It is, by the way, perfectly acceptable to have an extra barbecue on Juneteenth. So those of you who love 4th of July barbecues, you get two barbecues this year. You do not need to know Galveston, Texas. I just really like Galveston, Texas. Have you ever been there? It's really nice there. Like, it's beautiful. And the rain is warm. It is expensive. It's super expensive. Great seafood. Beautiful part of the country. Hey, questions? Yeah. What? He is going to prevent Britain from joining the South. He's going to remind everyone that there is an aspect of slavery to the South. In an effort to cut off their support. All right.